0: We are back, episode 223, Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast. Today we've got college football playoff scenarios, conference championship picks, we're doing a hot take central, prepare for that, and then we are going to give some NFL picks. Uh, Boys, boys, Thanksgiving is in the books. Probably one of my, I think we talked about this, least anticipated holidays, but how was your guys's?
1: Uh... Uh, and Ethan and I both traveled. Ethan traveled some farther than I did, but I went to Branson and my in-laws were supposed to go with, it's a trip my wife's family takes every year. My in-laws were supposed to go. My mother-in-law got the stomach flu literally Wednesday night at 10:30 PM. So we went by ourselves. We met Car- uh, Carly's rest for family down there, her aunt and uncle and her grandma and her cousins. But we basically were flying solo with a toddler in this place we'd never been before. And it was just chaos every year. We go every other year. Cam's never been. Cam's never been. Um, Sounds it like your mother-in-law just didn't want to go. No, she did. She was very upset. Um, and I could have used the help. But it was fun regardless. He went Silver Dollar, Silver Dollar City, rode his first ride roller coaster, and had a good time. Did so. you all get you take
2: him on Thunderation?
1: It. We did not take him <laughs> on Thunderation. Did you get shirts to say, we're going to Branson? No, I did not. TJ Miller from... Uh, <laughs> Fuck <what's that> <laughs> She's out of my league. Damn it. Ethan, how about you?
2: Yeah, we uh we went to
1: Myrtle Beach.
2: That's where my wife's mother lives. So we went down there for, we flew out Thursday morning um, on Thanksgiving just to kind of avoid the crowds. It was actually pretty nice. We left at 5 a.m. There was nobody at the airport. Um, But it was good. We hung out. Really didn't do a whole lot. Went to the beach. Um, We tried to squeeze in Christmas as well because we won't see them for Christmas. So we did some like holiday lights gaze in and uh, just some other like random little Christmas stuff that they had opened after Thanksgiving. So not too bad. And then flew back on Sunday. Nice. Cool. How I was, was with I my was... mother-in-law's with
0: about 35 people. Um, it was nice. I drank and stayed up late and got drunk and played Xbox.
1: Very Nice. nice. Travis just turned into a little pixel of, a, of an avatar. That <laughs> and and, and before he happened.
2: did, he looked like this.
1: Yeah, I think <laughs> he was frozen. It
0: was hard for me to uh, to not uh, concentrate on that. But anyway, it was nice, you know, family time. The drunken playing Xbox thing was later that evening with my yes, my uh, what, what would they be? They'd be
1: step in law brothers.
2: Step oh. in law brothers. No, Wouldn't it just Norm, be like your in law step kids.
1: brothers? Norm's kids. So yeah, it's
2: right my, your in law first, yeah, and then my
0: mother in law's remarried husband's kids.
1: Yeah, got it. That would just be, be your step in law. I think it would just be step brothers in law. <laughs> we don't have to call it step in laws Oh like fucking- shit. Well, Uh,
0: you know what? Christmas is right around the corner. It's the best time of the year. We got bowl season coming up. More importantly, conference championship season coming up. More importantly than that college football playoff being solidified, um, after Saturday, basically. And there, there's some different scenarios. There's a lot more that are, or there's very few that are very likely, um, so we'll let's dive right into it. We'll go down the list um from one to wherever we get to the Nine. rank that we think falls off. Um <laughs> yeah. and yeah, so basically Georgia starting at one, they win and they're in, obviously. Lose, I still think they're in.
1: Yeah. Uh I do I do too. I, I think you know they're they're 12 and zero. Uh, I, I think we've seen in years past the committee doesn't put a ton of weight or value in conference championship games. If a team is undefeated and loses Um, because it's like kind of one of those games where anything can happen. Uh, So however, if Georgia loses and Alabama beats Georgia is Alabama. in? I think absolutely.
2: The problem. It depends.
1: We'll get to that.
2: Yep. I was going to say, and real quick, your caveat to the statement about um, they don't put a lot of weight into conference championships. They haven't in years past. This year this feels year, like yeah. a year where they're going to have to. Like, I, I don't know if there's any way that they can't because of there's a all lot of the teams of that could potentially get in. Yep.
0: On three and four, especially. Um, but anyway, I think that even if they do lose to the number eight ranked Alabama in the SEC championship game when they're undefeated, it's tough to drop four spots out of the ranking. So yeah, well, regardless, I, say, I still I think-, think Georgia is in.
2: Yeah, I think there was another time, and it might have happened multiple times, but I think there was at least one other time where the number one seed lost in their conference championship game, and they just fell to four. And I, I, I can't imagine them dropping them all the way to five if it happens again. So
1: no, yeah, no way. All right, Michigan.
0: Obviously, we got a win and in situation lose. We're
1: not even going it. to okay, talk about it. Still Not going to happen. Okay, but we got to at least going, but, we've yeah. got to yeah. at least throw
0: it out there. We don't have to touch on it they lose are they still in
1: no i don't think so if they lose think a, so. Or they're not in that's a, such a terrible loss but uh, I, I think
0: and but uh say they lose and uh and florida state loses yeah, yeah and and I, yeah. again
2: this is why this season's so crazy is because there's there's a lot of scenarios that could play out i think if michigan loses florida state has to lose and that's i mean, because why well, I, I, it's just like the the reason that it's so fucked right now and that it's going to make it even more difficult is because for some reason the college football playoff committee put ohio state at six and they're just going to sit there because well, if, if they were like oh they don't have a chance to make it why not drop them behind texas and alabama who are both playing in a conference championship that do have a chance to make it so i'm like if michigan loses does ohio state move up or does texas and alabama no, they jump in jump. before they will-
0: them win? Michigan, I don't think, can be jumped by Ohio State. They just beat them. They can't yeah. get punished for playing that extra game when they literally did not make it, and Ohio State yep. makes it when
1: they didn't make the yep. conference championship. All right, three. Anyway, Was- we're not going to talk about the scenario because yeah, exactly. Iowa is. So. Yeah, exactly.
0: Going number three, Washington, obviously winning in,
1: lose, and, and Oregon's in. Yeah, it's a flip-flop scenario. That's it. Basically, I do. Pac-12 winner, winner gets in. It's I don't such know. a I think high there's a- game.
2: There's a very, very, very no minute chance, chance that both teams get in. I really do. No. Because if you have Georgia win, Michigan win, Florida State lose, Texas lose, Alabama loses, Ohio State is not jumping into in. four. We just talked about that. We just they talked would. about
1: that though. They would they would jump in over if if Washington loses, they would jump over Washington. But then I wanna Especially I wanna go back to your with,
2: statement about College football playoff committee not putting a lot of weight in okay. the championship games. This is one of those with how scenarios bad, with how
1: down. poor they the Washington
0: has looked the last three the weeks. Last three
1: weeks. Uh, they would yeah. not be it, they would not be it. especially. Be- I'll tell you right now, if if Oregon covers a spread and beats them by 10 plus, like like everyone, like Vegas thinks they can, there's not a chance in hell that they're gonna make it in if they lose. Right. I just don't <clears> see <throat> it. I agree. We have seen so, we've seen the committee. Devalue the Pac-12. The reason why the fucking conference is disbanding. The reason why all yeah, if two Pac-12
0: shit, teams made it. People would riot.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, literally, this conference is, is disbanding. I think for the sole purpose of they've killed each other in the years past and really hurt themselves in, in, into getting into this position. Now they're going to join the Big Ten, which has a team two teams every single year. SEC two teams usually every single year. Um, so yeah, I, I just don't do see we-
2: too- so then do we think then that the college football playoff committee was strategic in putting Ohio state at six for this exact scenario to squeeze them so. in if this plays I think out? So. Because if they would have put them at se- if they would have put Ohio state at seven or eight that, and this played out, then you would have had to
1: put Washington in
2: because who else would to put in?
1: Or, I mean, if Texas blows the doors off of Oklahoma state and Washington gets the doors blown off them by Oregon, I think that's a scenario where you can, – and Alabama loses. That's a scenario where you can say, okay, maybe Texas deserves that four spot. You
2: yeah, know that right. I agree with that. We'll I'm get, saying we'll, that I think that if
0: now we're getting off the trains,
2: but that's why we're talking about because
0: we got to get to every yeah. team. There's a
2: lot of trains to get off. We're
0: get, of. we're but we're getting to every team. Okay, so we just, Washington winning in lose Oregon's in Florida State, um, a win they ha- you have to put them in. They're already at four for the no for the people
2: what. arguing that they don't deserve to be in because of I don't think they playback. deserve to be in, but, but they're but an undefeated ACC champion. If they win, we'll say so you can't. They deserve that. to be
0: in because of their season. They shouldn't be in with the team. It's they like have. they will be like, absolutely
1: shit stomped. Okay, this is the exact same scenario since Cincinnati last year. Let's just put it that way, point blank period. Or no, it was that two years ago? Whenever years we were, ago. yeah, two years Three ago. Years ago we were, maybe I don't know. No, it was whenever we went to Orlando. Cincinnati, they had a great season. Went thirteen and zero, like you know, cruised through everybody. They deserve to be in, but should they have been there? No, but you have to give it to them. This is the same thing with Forest State. If Jordan Travis was still playing, this Forest State team could probably compete for a national championship, in my opinion. If Jordan Travis was still playing, um, I think yeah. I think they would. I think they would actually probably be three over Washington right now if Jordan Travis were still playing, um, no and they would. Absolutely, fucking cruise Louisville in this championship game.
2: I don't, like, I don't want to discredit Florida State in that way entirely, though. With the Cincinnati thing, because Cincinnati was not in the Power Five conference at the time of that undefeated I say, season.
1: I say that and, because of the situation yeah. we're in right now with Florida State, though. Without Joel right. Travis,
2: yeah. yeah. But it's just it's hard to leave out an undefeated Power Five conference
1: champion. Yeah, like they
0: will they will make it in if they win the ACC undefeated, no matter what they are not great. losing to Louisville.
1: I watched. I watched them play last weekend. They're fucking terrible. So they're. I, also they're, I mean, State play. They looked.
2: They almost it. lost to Florida. <laughs>
1: we'll talk
0: about that in a little bit.
2: Without Graham Mertz,
0: continue. Okay. Ohio State, number five. There's six. Yeah, Oregon's five.
1: Sorry, Oregon number five. <laughs> we we talked already about talked about that. Yep.
0: That's why winning in that's the only path. Literally the only path. They have to win, and they're in no matter what. I believe. Number six, Ohio State. Do they get in? With either, I think two of these have to happen. Florida State and Washington for sure. Um, I, I think it's almost impossible for them to get in.
1: Ohio State? No, I don't think so. I think I think if Florida State be... loses. If Florida State loses, they're in.
0: No. If Why not? Florida, because Texas, if Texas, Texas wins, will
2: jump, jump them. them, I really do think so. Yes. They're a conference champion, one loss, just like Ohio State, but they got the
1: goal. Unless, yeah. unless it's a close game, let's look at Texas' resume versus Ohio State's resume. I mean, who has Texas beat all year long? Alabama. They beat Alabama. Alabama. Right yeah. I mean, yeah, it, then, it's, it's it's there's the only so way they get in is if. Yeah, there's, they don't. There's no chance for us. No, Ohio I, I State be-
0: has beaten Notre Dame and
1: Penn State. Okay. If you Ohio State Notre gets in if, te- if Texas loses and Florida State loses. That's it. So I
2: think no, I think it's even bigger than that. I think it has to be Florida State, Texas and Alabama
1: all have to lose cuz
2: if we think Alabama is going to win and we think there's a chance. Oh, I if don't Texas think Texas loses that they jump in. I think they'll jump Ohio State. But um yeah, absolutely. I think those so three right. teams have to lose. So,
1: so Ohio State, State, and State, Alabama. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: So Alabama at eight, I think they have, if they win, they're in. No,
2: there's some things that need to
0: happen. They have to win and Florida state has to lose.
2: And Texas has
0: to play a tight game. Yep. If Texas wins by three, they might jump them. If Texas wins by 10, I don't think they can jump them.
2: Because they, in the college football playoff committees, like little like criteria that they put out, Head-to-head record is one of the things they look at. So and you're going to tell me that if
1: that – if, yeah, I hear you there. But So if yeah. Alabama beats, beats Georgia and Florida State wins and Texas wins convincingly, you're going to put Georgia in over loses? over – Sorry, Florida State loses and – if Florida State loses and Texas wins by 10, you're going to put Georgia in over the team that ju- they just lost to? One loss, s- s- yeah. same, same same thing. It's tough. Yeah, uh, that, Ethan, Ethan's making a face. It's, it's the tough. only
2: reason I'm making that face is because Georgia's Georgia's like their wins this year. There's not there's not a whole lot of damn. They beat that team. I, I yeah. get it, and I agreed with you earlier, Travis, when you said like they won't fall out because I've never seen a team fall from one to five. But it's they just like you look at it and you're like, they have. When you think about it that them.
1: way, they had the same. They have the same record. Just came off a win over that team. You're gonna put that team that just lost to that team who has the same record as you in the college football playoff because you ranked them one the week prior. But they
0: needed, and but they also you're looking at a team who needed a fourth and one or fourth and thirty-one to beat Auburn. Don't matter. On uh, would scoreboard, it does scoreboard. they look at it. They look well, at well.
2: Georgia, things. Georgia also only beat Auburn by a touchdown. Yeah. This is again. I'm this saying, is why this year is so. You cannot this jump. There, this you is cannot, why I should have just maybe, fucking just said <laughs>
1: twelve this year. Let's we'll do twelve. Yep, we let Mizzou right without.
2: in there. It would have been great. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Georgia will not fall out. Um,
2: so we'll go to number
0: nine, Mizzou. Here, you need no here's what we here's what Mizzou.
2: <laughs> I can't wait. for any
0: hope. This. A Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Louisville, Oklahoma State win. I still think that only puts them at five.
2: Yeah, because had they State beat
0: be LSU, Mizzou could be in the passenger seat, at a shot to make it.
2: Had we
1: beat Georgia, if, if, if we beat well be
0: Georgia, game. we're in the conference championship game. Yeah, Throw that out the window, though. Had they the LSU game was more winnable.
1: If they I mean, beat LSU, they're, they're sick. If they beat LSU, they're sitting at five or six right now, and like just hoping for a team to drop off. That's yeah. that's literally where where they would be at. I was in the passenger seat. I do, say, though, I do want to say though. Now we're in the trunk. Yeah,
2: I do want to say though. I don't I'll know if the LSU game. I don't know if Dang. the LSU game was more winnable because we had we the were ball, up by
0: thirteen points.
2: Yeah, we had game. the ball at Georgia's like forty nine, second and one with three minutes left, down two. Okay. And we no, Georgia.
0: The thing in, where I yeah where I disagree with you is that all we had to do was not choke a lead to LSU. We had to come back
1: against Georgia on the road, yeah. so the LSU we were, was. We were,
2: we were beating Bro, Georgia. It, it the is what quarter. it is. I it's mean, not like we had to come back. We <clears> can
1: throat> throat> have this. We can have a good team again next year when they expanded twelve and be right there. Okay, I mean, a lot of people come back. So, so ultimately, where, where where do we think this playoffs going to be? Like, think, hang what? Hang on, hang on.
0: There's there? one. There's one more team where I think has an argument. An argument. It's Louisville. No. I am saying an argument. Listen, if you're them and and Florida State loses, Oregon loses, Texas loses, Alabama loses and they beat Florida State, they could they could they jump up that high.
2: They're a two-loss team who lost to Pitt and Kentucky.
0: I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm making I hear you, an argument but... for them. I'm not saying they should I'm, right. make, I'm making an argument because as a fan, it's like, I would, I would, they'll definitely secure a new year's six bowl. If,
2: they if there weren't so many undefeated and one loss teams this year, I'd say sure. But there's just so many of them. It's, it's just unreal. Yeah.
0: All right. I'm giving you my, my, uh, final, my college football playoff ranked and well, you guys can get yours. I've got, I'm going in seed one, two, three, four. I've got Georgia, Michigan, Oregon, Texas.
1: I have the Georgia, Michigan, Oregon, Florida State.
2: This is where you guys are going to hate me. I have.
1: Hang
0: on. Yeah. Hang on. Before we dive into yours, because yours might be a whole different category. Jarrett, if Florida State beats Louisville by less than five and Texas beats Oklahoma State by 20, does that change
1: it? No, because Florida is undefeated.
0: Okay.
1: Sorry. I mean, it's, 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 as I'm saying, I'm deferring. It's, it's called the Cincinnati scenario. It's the same thing as a few <laughs> years ago.
0: I want to throw this in there. Tate Rotamaker, Rotamaker. No chance that kid doesn't have a concussion. I didn't Did see, see it, but- it. Oh, dude. In the NFL, that dude wouldn't play for three weeks.
1: He got okay, Ethan. Like, What's yours? Continue.
2: This mine doesn't make any sense on paper because it's I I Great. went back and forth on this. It. Yep, it's Michigan, <laughs> Oregon, Georgia, Alabama, because I think so Alabama think wins, wins, but I don't make, think they jumped them all paper. the way up to three. But I you I can't. That's but the thing is, is people are going to be like, well. If Alabama be Georgia, why are they not in front of Georgia? It's like, well, can we make Alabama fucking, jump from eight to three? Like
1: they're not gonna they're not gonna do a, a rematch scenario of Georgia and Alabama. Well, I, also that but yeah, they're not going to do that. So. Yeah, no one wants to see that. Two, weeks I, I, I really, two games I don't know
2: before. why. And we'll talk about this when we talk about the picks. But I really think Bama's going to win that game this weekend. I don't know why. <laughs> I just, I, I really think they're going to. So <laughs> I would thought
0: so too until I saw what they looked like last week. But <laughs> yeah. we'll talk about well,
2: that in a second. Georgia
0: almost so lost to Georgia go. Tech. <laughs> I think we've all got Oregon in, um, which is which is fun. We'll talk about that. All right, conference championship weekend. We are going to run through all of the games except for the Sun Belt and the Mac. Um, Sorry about the two games. there kind of leave a little bit less to be desired on, on that front. Um, the rest of them are all involve a ranked team. The only one we're doing that does involve a ranked teams, the mountain West, because that should honestly be a good game. Um, I mean, they all might be, but the other two just kind of are stinkers. Friday, December 1st, the very first, Championship game at 6 p.m. New Mexico State at Liberty because it's in Liberty Stadium. Liberty is an 11 point favorite and the over-under is 56 and a half. Does anyone have a pick that they want to jump out and vouch
1: for? I do. This I'll is say. this is the one this is one of the ones I did a lot of diving into. Um, I like New Mexico State plus 11. Um, they're five one one against the spread as an underdog. They're 10, two and one all year long. Yes. I know they lost Liberty by 16 early in the year, but they've won seven of eight entering this game. Um, I, it's just hard to me this hard for me to see, you know, if this was like a, um, a big time conference game, a team vowing for a national, you know, a cultural playoff spot. Yeah. They could probably win by 11 game, 11 points. I do think Liberty wins, but I think New Mexico state could keeps it within double digits.
0: So Liberty, Liberty beat them by 16. Um, at home whenever New Mexico State was like at their lowest they
1: yeah.
0: they started the year 2 and 3 they won 8 straight to because they're 10 and 3 They're weird they played 13 games but they have um they are tied for first for the best team in the country against the spread they're very hot they you're talking about a team who just went into Jordan Hare 2 weeks ago and beat Auburn by 21 points where Alabama was a
2: struggled. 26 point dog
0: yeah they struggled and it needed a miracle to even Sorry, beat them <clears throat> on the flip side. Liberty is dominant when they want to be They're tied for ninth in the country against the spread. They have a powerhouse offense that ranks fifth in scoring. But like Jared said, New Mexico state's hot. It's a conference championship game. I think they are playing for more than Liberty is playing for. I
2: agree. So, yep. Plus 11. I have them I I actually had them at plus 11 and a half but I mean either's fine. Um but I had this too and I, and you just like you talked about they have won 8 in a row. They've covered their last 10 spreads. Um like I like you just said they won 31 to 10 at Auburn as 26 point dogs. That is literally a 47 point swing. Um it's a conference championship game. I don't know if they're going to win this game but they're definitely it's not like, going to
1: lose by more than double digits. Do so. we sprinkle a little bit on money line? <laughs> no. I I I mean, they could win, but I'm not going to
2: do it. I'm going to parlay New Mexico State plus 11 and Liberty Moneyline. <laughs> I don't think you can do that. Yeah.
0: Um, <clears throat> all right. Next game. So we're consensus pick there, like it. Next game is Friday, which the fact that this is a Friday game is going to be bonkers. Maybe one of the, it might be one of the best games all week. It always
1: is though. Pac-12 is always Friday night. <clears throat>
0: I know, but it's just crazy that they put this game and slated it there, maybe so people can get eyes on it. Oregon versus Washington in Allegiant Stadium, uh, the Death Star in Vegas. Oregon is nine-and-a-half point favorites, and the over-under is 66-and-a-half. I'll kick this one off. Uh, I think it's tough, but I I ultimately just had to go with my gut here. Um, I think Oregon wins, and I think they can cover the spread. But they have one loss on the year, and it's to Washington by three. Granted, it was back in October, and since then, Oregon is, like, they're just at the top of the roller coaster, and they're just fucking killing people. Um, Washington has beaten their last three teams by a total of 11 combined points, Utah, Oregon State, and Washington State. I think Oregon's defense is going to suffocate Washington. When Michael Penix is pressured, he struggles. So I think if they put the pressure on early, it's going to be tough sledding for him. I'm going Oregon minus nine and a half.
1: I like Oregon too. I like the under of 66 and a half even better because of what you just said of how Oregon's defense can smother Michael Penix the possibility of a small backdoor there. Cause I don't think Oregon's be able to put up points on Washington as much as they put on points on other teams recently. I don't know. Um, Washington's defense is bad. Yeah. I, I mean, here, so just kind of, uh, you know, put a perspective, the, uh, so in conference play, this under of 66 and a half would have hit in six out of nine Oregon games and five out of nine Washington games, but also the under would have hit, the unders hit in the last three Washington games, conference games. Um, So I like the under of sixty six and a half. I don't hate Oregon minus nine and a half, uh, but
0: I think I think they kind of go hand in hand. We see this a lot, but I think if Oregon covers the spread, they win like forty eight to fifteen. I think they cruise, and it's it's kind of just a non competitive game if if they cover the spread and they and it will go under.
2: I had a different pick entirely. (laughs) You Um, had
1: Washington plus nine and a half.
2: Nope, I had Oregon first half minus four and a half because I think they come out on fire. Um, it avoids the backdoor I cover. Um, I think that there's a chance that they go into halftime up 10 to 14 points, and then Washington maybe kind of figures out, makes some adjustments at halftime, and there's a chance they backdoor cover. There's also a chance that Oregon pulls away. I just felt like that that number was a was a nice number to look at for I don't,
1: for hate, half, that. So. I don't hate that at all.
2: I like. I think I like that the most.
1: Yeah, me too. And then,
2: and then I'm
0: going to preface that and and build on that. If Oregon doesn't cover that in the first half, I like whatever their second half number is.
2: Yeah, you could live. Bet I think they
0: win this game.
2: Yep. And if yeah, if like they were that. tied or down at halftime, there that that number would be a nice one to bet. It'd probably be like nice, Oregon
1: nice minus two and a half. I like or that something. one a lot. I like it. I
0: like Good job. Way. I knew we had you here for a reason.
2: That's right, <laughs> you know, the third the third drunk brother.
0: <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Moving into Saturday at 11 a.m., we've got Oklahoma State versus Texas in Jerry World. Um, the t- Texas is minus 14 and a half. I don't have a pick in this game, so I'll, I'll let you guys a,
1: half.
0: a tough game I, to find a pick in. I found one, though.
1: I don't, I don't have
0: one.
2: I do. Um, I I thought you were going to give your take. You go ahead and give yours.
0: (laughs) Okay. I want to start by saying this is a letdown of a big 12 title game. Oklahoma State shouldn't be there. Uh, They pulled out that stupid win last weekend against BYU in double overtime. The reason that they're there, um, ever since their win against Oklahoma, which was impressive, they got the doors blown off by UCF. They beat Houston by three. In a high scoring affair, and they let BYU take them the double overtime in a game that they were getting dominated from the snap. Yeah. Um, if there's one thing Texas does right it's stop the run. They let, I think they've only let one or two people go for 100 yards on them in a season this season, which coincidentally, that's like the one thing the Oklahoma State does right is run the ball with Ali Gordon. Um, yeah, is, isn't he?
1: Everyone said he's going to win the, the Doak Walker Award for best nation's best running back. Yeah, he is the only person got that has 20 touchdowns more on the season yards. and like
2: 1,700 yards. Yeah.
0: He's the only person that has more rushing yards than Cody Schrader. Um, but with that being said, I think Oklahoma State will struggle to get the ball moving early. I think it's gonna take some time. They're gonna get the run shut down, they're not gonna know what to do. They're playing against a very motivated Texas team, vying for a playoff spot. I like the first half under 28 and a half.
2: Okay. I don't hate it. I I had like an almost opposite pick, but I think both could hit. I had the over 55. The only reason is because I think Texas could put up 50 points by themselves in this game. Um I I, I don't think it's going to be close, which I guess at that point you could almost go Texas minus 14 and a half. I like your pick though, because I think that there's no Oklahoma State's best part of their game is what Texas does best, like you just said. So if they can't get the ball moving, they're not going to score.
1: Um, but on the flip side, if they do get the ball moving, clock's gonna run, no more stopping of, of clock in, in college. You know, if yep. gets, it gets that run going, you know, that under could easily hit, or even if they get like a long field goal drive, like a seven minute field goal drive, that's what you got to hope for there, Trav, is like somebody to go on like a seven minute long field goal drive. Um, yeah, like I said, I don't I don't hate it. I couldn't find anything in this game I liked. So I can't I can't and, argue. And it. I will
2: preface too that the Over wasn't necessarily my favorite pick in the world. Um yeah. it's just the only thing I could find. So <clears throat> Yeah.
0: It's it's a weird game. It's a I didn't like anything at first and then I saw how high that first half total was. I was yep. going to take the first quarter but it's only at 12 and a half so that means they Predict that right. a lot of points are going to be scored in the second quarter, which I can kind of see. Uh, I just, for a team that just put up three points against UCF, they had a high scoring affair in Houston, but Houston has a bad defense. And then they only scored six points in the first qu- half against BYU. Um, their quarterback isn't good. They run the ball a lot. So a lot of ticking clock. So that's, that was my reason behind it.
2: Yeah. I'm assuming Oklahoma State's team total under is too low. For the first half,
1: yeah, I think. Oh, for the first half, I don't think you be bet team total first half. I don't think.
0: Sometimes I mean, you, you know. can some places, but I don't. I know DraftKings doesn't have it, um, so it's kind of tough to bet at certain places. Um. All right, so we'll we'll kind of skip that one. Those were our picks. Take with that what you will. Next game so Saturday. What are we 30. gonna do? Are
1: we still doing ten units amongst all these? Oh what? what What's our, what's our deal here? What do what, what we go aiming for?
2: I guess we'll see um, what we have at the end, maybe. And Yeah,
1: we'll see what we have at the end and kind of compile everything a together. Of, a little bit of a different week since the last week, I get you.
0: It's Saturday at 3 p.m. It's in Atlanta. We've been there for an SEC championship game. It's Georgia, Alabama, the over-under is 53.5, and Georgia is minus 5.5.
1: We're Going to have conflicting picks here, yep, because I think George is going to fucking steamroll them. So I've got Georgia <laughs> yeah. minus five and a half. So do I, I don't even have Sorry. the
2: spread. So we got yeah, really picks here. No, I have the under and it, well, I got it at 55 and a half.
1: Um, that's not I bad, today I don't I don't hate block. the under either. So, why? I'll, so I'll I give I you
2: my reasons that, why really fast. Um, when these two teams play close games, the under hit almost every single time. I and this is. I'll just run through them really fast. Alabama, close game versus Arkansas. It was 24-21. Auburn last week. Texas A&M, they beat by three, and I think the it was like 45 total points. Um, Tennessee wasn't necessarily a close game, but it was uh, 34-20, to so the under would have hit. Georgia's close games uh, to South Carolina, Auburn as well, Mizzou, Georgia Tech, all were also under 55 points. These teams are – it is going I, – I I know you just talked about out Georgia's going to steamroll them. I think because it's a championship game, it's two good teams, two really good defenses, it's gonna be a close game, and it's gonna be very low scoring.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> we just talked uh, the under would have hit in this game in ha- over half of their games this season, especially in SEC play.
0: That's fair. So I don't
1: know something We're something I'm something shoe on. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I could it's... also on the flip side there, I could also see I've seen SEC championship games where it's been an absolute fucking shootout with these two teams playing. And you know, one team pulling away at the very end and and like, you know, I could see it very easily being like a forty nine forty two Georgia win. The covering the spread and over hits easy Fair. too. So it's always tough taking
0: it's always tough taking an under with uh with Georgia because they could put up Close to 40 points by themselves at, at, at any given moment. Again, they're not always going to, but it's tough to do that. All right. Another game at three o'clock on Saturday. It's the Atlantic or AAC. They fucking,
1: they fucking lost, Travis. Tennessee State. Though. I know. Uh, sorry, <laughs> go ahead.
0: Live <laughs> update. Live update. Lost 2 0 and 5 team. Call them the zoo. Um, AAC. Saturday, three o'clock. SMU at Tulane. Tulane minus three and a half. Over under forty six and a half. I have a pick that I love here. Uh, you guys go first.
1: I mean, I don't have, have any data to back it up. I didn't get a chance to get get that far. I like SMU plus three and a half. Yeah, go so ahead. If Trav, you like that? You're remember. gonna love my pick.
0: <laughs> Let's hear it. Because SMU. Scores a an absolute fuck ton. They haven't had a game where they've scored less than 35 points in their last five and their defense is not good at all. They also let up a lot of points to to good teams. This total is so low over 46 and a half. It is. I love it. Hammer it.
2: That's the, that's the pick I had as well. I just didn't have enough statistics to back it up. So I figured you would, I, I had this as well. This over would have hit in every single SMU game, but two, and over half of Tulane's games. Just to put it, yeah. very, Run it up very bluntly. Run
0: it up, I mean, th- there might be forty points at halftime in this game. Yeah. So.
1: And then a, f- and then a field goal in the second half, and the under hits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we don't think like that.
1: But okay, so I like
0: that there. Uh, night games got the Big Ten game. Sat at 7 p.m. Michigan versus Iowa. Lucas did Oil. You, you,
1: you, you skipped the Boise State game.
0: Oh, I sure did, didn't I? Because I didn't have yep. that on my thing. Uh, the Boise State game.
2: Sorry. Right. It is.
0: Is it also at three o'clock? My computer froze.
2: Um. It is it's at two, 2 p.m. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah it's Real quick. O'clock. I like, I like uh, the I Mountain West. Is, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's an Allegiant Stadium also. <laughs> I like Boise minus two and a half also.
2: I like Boise money line. Um, so either one. Yeah. yeah. Fucking roll this. Don't got to spend a whole lot of time on that one. Barry Odom. these falling
0: This is a trap line for all those people who are going to be betting this game that haven't watched these teams. UNLV has been a semi wagon for us this year. They've fallen off at the end. Had to have a comeback win against Air Force and then just got the shit kicked out of them last weekend when we bet them. Uh,
1: Email Boise think, beat I,
0: Air Force by 10 plus points. So it's a oh, team man. where you're looking at. I mean, I feel like Boise's just going to come in grittier. Uh, Fresno or UNLV is just kind of like whatever. We just lost playing the conference championship game for not really a whole lot. Made our bowl game. Uh, Boise minus two and a half. There we go. Seven o'clock. Michigan, Iowa in a half and maybe the biggest fucking spread I've seen in a conference championship game ever since I've been gambling and the total is 35 and a half.
2: I hope you guys smiling Like you just ate a For second? listener's sake that they don't hear what we just heard because yeah, it so- sound like you, you cut out and you second. turned into an alien for a second, <laughs> but you're good now, but good now. Cut, it yeah. probably sounds fine on your end. It's just that we, we missed part of that. Um, but yes, big it's, spread, Big
1: Ten, big weird. The bet, the bet here is Iowa under seven and a half.
0: That's <laughs> so tough, though. I was hoping no. it'd be like the ten region. Seven I thought it was at
2: six and a half. I was going to take Iowa's team total over six and a half.
0: The under seven They're and a half, Is, is their first
2: half? Is their first half team total over still at a half? Exactly.
0: Yeah, their first-half team total is at a half a point.
2: Because you're telling me they can't put up a field goal in the first half? No.
1: It's, so, it's no. so tempting, but...
2: <laughs> you no, <know>, they can
0: <laughs> Unless they get a turnover in plus territory, that is literally the only way. The Michigan only can't list.
1: steal
2: plays anymore, man. They, they have a defensive know.
0: tackle playing quarterback, <laughs> okay?
1: The yeah, kid that, is their, their offense pounds. is so
2: bad. So bad.
1: Yeah. I mean, this. First of all, this is this. Game. This is a, this is a disservice to put this game at, at the late slate on Saturday. This should be the early 11 a.m. game. Why do we have no 11 a.m. kicks on Saturday? Do we not have any? We do. We have a couple. Yeah, it's the Oklahoma State game. Oklahoma okay. State
2: Texas. In my, I would rather that really be that
1: slotted into the night game. Versus, I I do understand. I understand the Big Ten game is always the nightcap on Saturday night. It's fucking bullshit. If it's not Iowa under seven and a half, I'm not betting anything in this game. Sorry, don't like
2: anything. <laughs> well, if it was I six and a half, I, like I wanted to the over either. for a garbage time touchdown. But if it's a seven and a half, I, I literally that sweet spot seven because I'm just I'm literally just banking on a, uh, a garbage we'll just, time, we'll time we'll touchdown. Just, but there's I don't even know if it's worth picking. Yeah,
1: leave it alone, Ben. Yeah, no Michigan
0: Michigan's team totals too high um, for what Iowa can be. You know known for on defense, and then I looked on the other end, I was looking oh Blake Corum to score his anytime touchdowns like minus 190. So
1: yeah,
0: it's tough. So we'll skip that Michigan in a route, but covering 21 and a half is tough. The last game that we will talk about is also at seven o'clock, which is also a disservice to society, is Louisville and Florida State. This is in Charlotte, uh at the Panthers Stadium. Florida State minus two and a half over under 47 and a
1: half. I'll be real quick. I like Florida State minus two and a half. I've, I watched Louisville play. They can't get it done. Not a chance.
0: Their defense was rough last week. Um, they led up a lot to the running back. Trey Benson, if he gets going, could just run rampant all over this team. And they don't even, Jordan Travis doesn't even play a factor in the game. Yeah, the only What is it,
2: What is yeah. his name? I like, think though, I was gonna say Ray Ray Davis, right, or whatever his name is for Kentucky. Ray Davis. Like, yeah, he, he's a really good running back, and like he made he made things happen. But I don't know Florida State's running back, so I don't know if it's gonna turn into the he's same good. Thing. Trey Benson's oh,
0: very right. good. Um, the only problem that I have is that I don't want to see Florida State in the college football playoff.
2: So it's more of like a. a so I'm like rooting gonna, I against, want. Them. yeah yeah but i, if I mean i can see
0: night. if it comes I mean, down at the end of the night back. look down or even units and i'm trying to win something on the day i'm going to take florida state all day the,
2: yeah. the biggest the biggest thing that like i i didn't really have a pick in this game but that i i saw this weekend right we saw louisville lose to kentucky um but we also saw florida state with their backup quarterback struggle to a graham mertz list florida team um and that was the other thing that stuck out to me too is they had a backup quarterback and they almost lost that game. Both teams had a
1: backup quarterback. Um,
2: but they almost lost to a five and seven Florida team. So that was why I, I was like, I also think
1: Florida State has a better advantage there because that was that dude's first time ever stepping on the field, like in a meaningful college snap. Um I Right.
2: Know. But I, I'm just saying, like when we come head to head now, Louisville is Louisville this week better than of Florida's or a Florida team with their backup quarterback from last week, that Florida state's going to be playing. That's, that's why so I just stayed away from it. It's, so there's yeah, so many question marks thing. around this game.
1: I probably will not touch either of these night games. Like anything I've done for the day, like if like Travis said, if I'm chasing units and I need to win some money back, I like got probably bet on Florida state. But in terms of like, us picks for the podcast, I really think that there's three slash four picks that I think we can hone in this Mexico state plus 11. It's Oregon minus four and a half first half. It's Boise minus two and a half. And it's the over in the SMU game. I think those are four picks we can all agree on.
2: I do have I do have one pick that we have not talked about, that we said we weren't going to talk about, that I did kind of like. Um, and it was the under 44 in the Miami, Ohio, Toledo game. I know we weren't gonna talk about that game. Um, it just it feels like a defensive masterclass in that title championship game. I know it's not. A very high total. So, if there was something else people wanted to throw out there, um, I just wanted to throw it out there because I had it on my card. But um, Miami, Ohio's defense is so good. Toledo has put up a lot of points, yes, um, in some games, but I think that it's going to be a very low scoring game. I don't know what the weather is going to be like either. You're in the, I'm what I can only assume is the northern part of the country. I don't know where they hold the MAC championship. Um, It's at Ford Field. So, it's inside. So, it's inside. Yeah. So never mind. I was going to say nice. the weather sucked, but no wind,
0: seventy-two degrees.
1: <laughs> all right, so let's let's do some units. We got four consecutive. Let's look up the card.
0: We are going to have New Mexico
1: State plus eleven.
2: Feels like three units. We, we all had that's,
1: it. I'll say yeah. That, that 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 might be. Is that a? We haven't had one in a while. We haven't had one in almost probably over a Fuck month. Fuck
2: it. Let's throw four we
0: on. Had it. One
1: last, <laughs> we had one last week. We had the Ravens. We did. Oh. We did. Uh, so, I forget because we did yeah. the podcast last week, but yeah.
0: Um, which that bring keeps our total at even. We are two and three in college football, three and two in NFL. Uh, so we're dead even on those. So
1: three wise throwing three
0: units on New Mexico State on a Friday night makes me kind of want to just go have diarrhea. It uh, makes me a little <laughs> sick, but that's fine. Um, yeah. Oregon minus four and a half first half. I like that for two. Yep. Uh, I think we take the over in the two-lane game. I think we throw another three on that.
2: Yeah, we I mean we, we all three had it. Okay. So and then
0: and then Tear- and then two on on it, we loved it. And then and two are Boise. Because everything
1: every, everything else we had kind of like not conflicting, but we couldn't really land on a consensus. I think that's one game where we all said Boise two and a half, easy.
0: Four picks for the weekend. So could be big. Could break even. Could get our dick shit on. Whatever you want to take. but the latter.
2: We'll maybe the latter. The way the college football
0: games. season has gone for us this year. Yep. Could be the latter. But
2: we could always be seem to spot, turn though.
0: the corner into bowl season. Usually we have a really good bowl season. Mm-hmm. So this could be the quick turn. Um, could be. Those are our four picks. So there you have it. We are going to roll into Hot Take Central. All right, we're kind of doing a newer segment. I know we do a goddamn new segment every week, but keeps it, fun. it does keep it fun. It keeps you guys on your toes, fun to listen to. No game, really, but a different one. We're doing hot takes. We need to come up with a, with a term for this segment if we're going to do it again. Um, we're essentially going to give you guys three hot takes slash me and Ethan were talking earlier. It's kind of like bold predictions almost, but that's kind of what a hot take is. Yeah. Um, but they're all gonna be relevant, they're all gonna be around the current world of sports. With that being said, let's let Ethan go first. So, talk anyway,
1: so time on the, the, the so person <laughs> I'm telling you, this is my idea of my game. Let me fucking say something. Fuck you guys. So we're could, the one person can give a hot take, the other two have to determine if it's factor cap. You forgot that fucking part.
2: Well, the crazy part about and if you like it, we we'll drink to opinions, it. Opinions, so it's not factor cap. It's just if you guys agree or disagree. But
0: <laughs> same thing, factor uh, cap. We think it's fact. If not, we think it's cap. Either way, we'll take a drink at the end. Big old swig. Two drunk
1: brothers. We, we can we we can we food. can call the segment. We call segment fact. Factor hmm. cap. Are those
2: some coffee zinners?
1: They are. They're the threes. but well, they're not the sixes that knocked you on your ass. I went. I went and bought some threes after
2: because I I couldn't do it. I still have them, but I, I had to switch to shout
1: them. out Cyrus Miller who can throw those sixes in like nobody's fucking business. So
2: <laughs> um Teen addict. I'll Go. get started because I have a I have a great first hot take. Um it is relevant to this current NFL season, it is relevant to this weekend. Um the loser of the San Francisco 49ers and Eagles game will win the NFC championship.
1: I'm cool with that fact. I'll
2: I'll give you my reason because it's hard to beat teams twice in a season. I think that these are the two best teams in the NFC. Um, If the Eagles win this weekend, I think if they rematch in the playoffs, again, like I just said, it's hard to beat teams two times in the same season, especially outside of your division. Um, I think that then the Niners would win. Flip side, if the Niners win this weekend, I think the Eagles, they make adjustments. If they meet them in the playoffs, they win they are the representative in the Super Bowl for the NFC. It's my hot take for for the season.
0: A couple weeks ago when I had mentioned that I'd rather rip my toenail off than pick on the Eagles and have them win, and then (laughs) a good friend Jesse texted us the next day after he listened to the podcast and said, I got a pair of pliers that you can borrow. I I would gladly rip all of my toenails off before seeing either of these teams in the Super Bowl.
2: Oh, I don't want to see them in there, but I don't know who else it's going to be like they're literally the cowboys mm-hmm. the lions like the that, lions. no like neither of the, the i'm sorry the cowboys mm-hmm. aren't making the super bowl
1: so but you happening. so you but you didn't say that in the super bowl you said the loser of this team did you say that the loser of this game is going to go to the, the super, super
2: bowl is going to yeah cuz they'll win the NFC championship game and i, um, I don't know cuz they're going to play I each other in the i really agree with the loser
1: point. i do agree so to your to your state to your hot take I'm going to call cap because I don't necessarily agree that the loser is going to go. I think one of the two will go. I don't think the, the outcome head. of this game, I don't, I'm saying, I don't think the outcome of this game matters either. So I'm going to call cap.
0: I will say, go further. I know you didn't say this, but I will say that this is not an NFC championship preview. preview. I don't see, I don't think we see these two there. Okay. I
2: won't, I won't put you on the spot. I will. What other team do you think will make it there in the NFC? Dallas. He's gonna say
0: Dallas. I think Cowboys have a real good shot. Dak has looked better than ever. Um they I mean their defense is next level. Was I, your, I think that this I think if they're gonna go to the NFC championship, this is the year to do it.
2: So, real fast, was your was your statement that you don't think either of these teams will be in the NFC or just one of the two?
0: I don't think this is going to be the matchup. that was we'll Okay, because so I was, was going to say might,
2: then if we're going to have two different No, definitely ones, one, one of them will. It. Okay. Definitely okay. one that, of them will. I will give you that then. I'm still going to stick by it, and I, I, if it comes true, then we'll revisit it. If it doesn't, minute, then fuck it. It's but,
0: very, very possible. I think you got a 50-50 shot of that happening. If Jesse's
2: listening right now, he better hope that the Niners win this weekend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> I will go second. You ready for this? It's this a big yeah. hot thing. Bo Nix will have the most successful NFL career of this 2024 QB class and will also win this college football playoff this year.
1: I, the, the, and uh, the and was yeah, tough the for me. Yeah. <laughs> To it's say that and.
2: he's going to win the college football. So now granted, it definitely fo- could happen. Second, but
0: The second piggybacks off the first, I think Bo Nix is the most successful out of this class. The dude watching him this year, Grant, I know he's playing Pac 12 competition, but so he's great and he's been dog shit. He hasn't been dog shit, but he can't lead his team to anything. Bo Nix has been great. You look at this QB class, I'm not impressed. I think he is the most NFL ready guy and the most NFL build of the group, especially going into modern day and age NFL where we're getting a lot of running quarterbacks, we're getting a lot of West Coast style offense. He kind of fits that mold. Um, not only that, I think. And then piggybacking off my second point, I think that Oregon is a real contender and is the
2: most complete team at the
0: moment.
1: So okay, you lost Bo Nix. Well,
2: uh, I I actually don't hundred percent disagree with that take because Oregon has looked dominant. Now I do want to say really fast that Bo Nix's progression from Auburn to Oregon has it's been insane. unreal. Like I like I, I have not seen a quarterback in college in you a know, long time. In a, in a long time, I, I I don't Jalen hurts is even his progression from Bama to Oklahoma wasn't as big of a gap as I mean, Bo Nix at Auburn was not great. And now he's no. at Oregon and he could win the Heisman. Like it's, it's an he insane. Heisman. I think Jalen hurts from the get go was good. So,
1: right. I think Jalen Hurts had a good team around him at Alabama. That's why it made him look good. He went to Oklahoma, where the team wasn't as good, and he elevated them to a College Football Playoff. But Hurts has a lot of guys that, that yeah. it
0: probably aren't first-round yeah. picks like Jalen Hurts had, and like a lot of people at Alabama have.
1: Uh,
0: I don't know. I, that's my hot take. It obviously was hot because you guys had some different. <laughs> that's what we're doing. I don't disagree for. that he's not that he's
1: not the best. That he's not going to be the best quarterback in this class. It's the and winning the College Football Playoff. Like that's what got me. So <laughs> hey, I'm not. Look at me.
0: Not vanilla beans. Are we going
2: to see really fast? Oh, we can spend, spend two seconds on this. Are we going to see four quarterbacks drafted in the first round again this year? Probably. You got so. Drake May, Caleb Williams, Michael Penix, Bo Nix.
1: Yes, Michael Penix, along with Jaden Daniels. Drive. Bo Nix, I mean, Jaden Daniels is second, in this draft yeah. too. So
2: I, that's another crazy, crazy thing to yeah. think, um, think about. But either way, either way,
0: Bo Nix is going to
1: be good. I'm calling it. All right, there we go. All right, my hot take. If Tyreek Hill gets two thousand yards receiving, he should be the MVP.
0: It's tough because it's a quarterback award,
1: and that's that's why it's not right. But the, but the should, should but the should, could, yes.
0: should, should, and will is different um, for sure. Because we all let's all let's be honest, he won't win it. The fact that Patrick Holmes is still the the front runner for MVP is it's Lamar Jackson let's Mahomes. my and and why? i want to talk He's about this real, really well, fast
2: well i want to talk about this really fast because i talked about it with travis earlier why is he the front runner of mvp because his stats are similar to fucking jordan loves this year yeah why why, why is he the front runner makes no sense either way yeah, so i digress but I, I don't
0: disagree with you i was going to throw in mine that and i don't really know if this is a hot take more than just an opinion Tyreek Hill is, I think, hands down, no competition, best wide receiver in the NFL. Oh, easy. At, this argue, year for sure. I mean,
1: talent-wise,
0: he is just – his His separation on corners is uncanny. His route running is ridiculous, and he's the fastest fucking person known to mankind.
1: Yeah. So, Not only that, you, you throw that in, his ability to find space in zone yeah. coverage is, is, is phenomenal. So, for the last like, for the last few years he's been we the best. Knew,
0: right and we knew how good he was in Kansas City but him going to Miami I feel like he's just reached another level it's kind of crazy yep
2: yep yeah and so, and this goodbye. is and the thing the thing to think about too is this year the mvp I feel like is a little more wide open than it's been in years past there's not like a clear cut front runner so this could be one of those years that if he does get two thousand yards and say he gets ten to twelve touchdowns, I don't know what he's we at right now.
1: Ten, he's at ten. Okay,
2: now. so if he gets twelve to fifteen, then, um, then it's going to be hard to maybe argue that he shouldn't be. Um, Christian McCaffrey's always going to be right, or going to be right there because of what he's done this year. But he's also missed what a game or two. Um, uh-huh. Quarterback award, yes, but again, there's no clear cut front runner, so I don't, I don't hate that. I think if he gets two thousand yards, it's, it's definitely got to be talked about. He's got to be a finalist. Okay, sure.
0: Don't hate that. All right. Rolling into our second hot take, Ethan.
2: All right. My second hot take. You guys are going to hate me. After this weekend, the Packers are going to run the table, and they are going to clinch a wild card spot, and they are going to win a wild card game.
1: Okay, again, you guys are fucking throwing up the end. I actually ran through the playoffs machine on, on ESPN, Ethan. I I had the Packers going to the playoffs. I'm not going to lie. You had me there. You had me in the first half. I'm not going to lie. It's <laughs> you and Travis on these ends. Like, it's, it doesn't have to be a double-sided thing. I don't it think does. they win a game. I don't think they win. I, I think they get there. I don't think they win a game. They so could. They've,
0: looked, they've looked very impressive. Uh, we bet on them. They lose. We bet against them. They win. <laughs> I don't know what side you want to take yeah. it. Um <clears throat> This is what we are just... talking. We yep. were talking earlier. Jordan Love will either come out and look like Sam Darnold, or he'll come out and look like 2015 Cam Newton. Jim. And there's no in between. There's literally no in between. So if he can come out yep. and throw over 300 yards, obviously he's going to beat every team. And if we see that version, I could see it happening.
2: Yep. And my and my biggest argument to to making the playoffs was that they have the Bucks, Carolina, the Vikings, and the Bears 10 the season. Yeah. Like, I mean, arguably at this point in the season, the four worst teams. Like they like, i, I uh, time out
0: outside the of the
2: box. Do what? They play the Chiefs this weekend. I said after the Chiefs. That's why I said okay. after this weekend well, they'll run the Um
0: game. I think if they were to draw a matchup like the Seahawks in the first
1: round in wild cards, for Se- sure. Se- Se- Seahawks ain't going. But yeah, for sure.
2: <laughs> you think they're you think is that a hot take?
1: It's not one of my hot takes, but I I don't think the Seahawks m- make the playoffs. They've been playing terrible football lately. Horrible. Okay,
2: I, I'm not gonna disagree with you there. I saw I
1: I'm gonna say half fact, half cap because I do think they make the playoffs. I'm not gonna say they're I'm not gonna sit here and tell you they're gonna win a win a wild card game because winning a playoff game is tough regardless, especially for them being on the road. You know, if they draw the Lions again, that's gonna be a tough matchup for them. If they draw the Niners by being the seven seed and the Niners are the two seed, sorry, they're not winning that game. <laughs> so, I mean, fair. Yeah, we'll see. We'll I'm see.
2: banking on them playing the Lions because I, I I think they can beat the
0: Lions again. That's a but. very it's a it's a yeah. winnable game. I wouldn't say very yeah. winnable, but it is winnable. All right, I'm gonna go with my number two, and let's all get your drinks up. <laughs> Justin Herbert will not surpass three playoff wins in his
1: career. Oh, fact, easy money, easy money. He he'll, he'll never win a playoff game. I'll I t- thought t- about t- saying
0: t- never win one. I figured three is, is a safe number that I don't think he'll ever get to. Listen, the dude I'll, I'll. Listen, listen to this. I, I went through, I looked up his game winning drives. If you want to go look up his game winning drives, it says that he has uh 14 fourth quarter comebacks and 10 game winning drives, but the way that they they list that out is horrible. Half of them are like freaking field goals with eight minutes left. The dude has led four touchdown dries late in the game in his career he is not very clutch when it comes down to the playoffs he can't win that last year he 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 won't reach three playoff ones
1: in his career and at some point people are like well it's his head coach but i mean we're on his second head coach now um and i mean he just he has and people are like, he doesn't have the weapons. I'm sorry, he does. He has fucking Keenan Allen. He has Austin Eckler. He had he had Mike Williams for most of the last year. And now Quentin Johnson dropped a fucking pass to one of the game a couple weeks ago. Yeah, literally lost saying, in the game. <laughs> but Justin Herbert does like tra- to Travis's point. For all the flack that we get from this quarterback from that quarterback class between Burrow and and, and Herbert and Tua, and everyone wants to throw two under the bus. Like he's the worst quarterback there. Like I'm sorry. Right now, I would take two over Herbert. and oh, for sure. Easy. I mean, two over Herbert, and obviously Burrow over both of them. But, yeah, I'd, I would almost go further, Seth, and I don't think he will ever win a playoff game. I think his window's closing. How old is he now? He he came to the league when he was, like, almost 24. He's so he's got to be – yeah. Window's closing quick. He is
0: – oh, no, he's 25. Yeah, oh.
1: I, I was about to
2: say he's not that old. That's that's why I didn't. I was hesitant to say fact because he's got a lot of career left, and to win three playoff games, like you could have one good season, win a wild his card divisional, and then win another random playoff game ten years later.
1: Like his contract, was So bad though his contract. Put it in, that in that perspective so
2: bad. for you,
0: Philip Rivers won five, and look how many times they went to the playoffs.
1: Yeah. And how I would take Phillip Rivers over Justin Herbert every day of the week and twice well, on He's Sunday. got
2: what sixty six thousand passing yards. I'd hope so. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so I'm
0: just saying, and this just adds to my to my Justin Herbert hate over the last like
1: year Which, and a half. It's wild years. the the narrative of Travis over Justin Herbert over the last like <laughs> three to four years. It
0: flipped, and once once I saw the the writing on the wall and looked into it, and it flipped, and it flipped hard. The complete opposite way. And I love it. I love it because he's proving me right every fucking week.
2: I got to tell you though, I, I can't hate Justin Herbert because he might not be a great NFL quarterback, but my God, he is a great fantasy quarterback and I've had him every year. He is top five this year in, in fantasy and quarterbacks. So I love him there, but as far as being able to complete a game, you're not wrong about that. Because I mean, you know why he's, he's, not good, he's
1: always right. playing from behind because he doesn't do sh- fucking dog yeah, I shit. I mean, he totally throws
0: hard. like 45 passes a game. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, A lot of it is against prevent defense late down the stretch because they're always coming from behind. So, yeah, yeah, I can see that.
1: All right, Jarrett, All right. Let's give you a second. Right. This is This is probably my hottest of my three. If the Bills miss the playoffs, not even if, when the Bills miss the playoffs this year, Sean McDermott will be fired. Oh, I thought that's where you're
0: going with that. I like it. I think he should be fired at the end of the season regardless. Such a letdown year in a division that the Patriots are at an all-time low. Mm -hmm. The Jets lost Aaron Rodgers. Your only real competition is the Dolphins, who I don't say are a bad team, obviously. They're they're playing very well, but you're down two and a half games through ten week eleven weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you gotta find I, I was telling I was telling you Travis Ethan.
1: Yeah, I was telling Travis Ethan if coming out of the bye, Buffalo has Kansas City and Dallas, Miami. The next two weeks has Washington, Tennessee, and the Jets again at home. If the Bills lose one of those games and Dolphins win all three, we clinch the division before Christmas. Yeah,
2: it's kind of crazy. It is crazy, and I and I don't hate that take at all either. Because the Bills, I know you guys are in the AFC East. I'm big on the Dolphins this year too. But this was their to me. This was the close of their window. Um, the Bills, you've, yeah. you've had very very good teams for the last what three years. You've made some decent playoff runs. Had a couple of heartbreakers in the conference championship game in the divisional game. I think it was last year. This was the, in my opinion last year with this team to make a run in the playoffs and they fell flat on their face i don't think next year we're talking about the bills being a playoff team i I really don't that might be a hot take in itself um yeah you can but i just don't
0: you can only be that competitive for so long with your young core because they had that young core when they started and they've been bringing up you got guys that are starting okay like getting extensions, getting bigger contracts, you just can't afford anymore. So there comes a time where you got to start rebuilding some of the pieces. You got people getting hurt all the time. Their defense is really banged up. Uh, Yeah, their window's closed. And if the Bills miss the playoffs, Sean McDermott has to be fired. If they miss, has to be fired. No question about it.
1: Yeah. All right. All right. All
2: right. right. I got to give you guys some context for this next one just because it's I'm not talking about the NFL. I'm not talking about college football. I'm talking about college basketball. Um, Last year, the SEC and the Big Ten both led the Power Five conferences in the most teams in uh, the March Madness tournament. They each had eight. My hot take for this year is that both conferences will have five teams or less in March Madness this year. Um, I've looked – I know it's early. I know it's hard to tell um, with teams and the way they've been playing, but I've just looked at both of these conferences so far. Um, A lot of these teams just seem like they're playing down. They're playing lesser ball to some really bad competition. Um, I'll just give you some examples. LSU has had three losses to two of them, to mid mid-major programs. Arkansas has two very bad losses to UNC Greensboro. Um, I can't remember who else it was. I believe Ole Miss lost to Detroit Mercy earlier this year. Um, Mizzou lost to Jackson State. Um, You've got only, I think you've got five SEC teams ranked right now, but um, Arkansas struggling. Tennessee just lost tonight. In the Big Ten, you've got only two teams ranked, Purdue and Illinois. Illinois isn't even necessarily overly impressive. Um, I know that 68 teams make the March Madness tournament, not 25, so being ranked doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot. Um, but those two conferences look rough this year, and I think they take a big step back to some of these other conferences, including the Big East, um, that has some very impressive teams this year in themselves.
1: I don't think that I'm going to call. I'm I'm going to go with fact. The fact that we they both those conferences had 16 teams in the in the field last year out of 68, like that's almost. I'm not a math guy, but that's almost <laughs> a third. A that's, a, so that's actually a fourth. Yeah. It's a fourth of the field. That's a lot for two conferences. Like, I, I I don't consider the SEC as a historically good basketball conference. So, to say that the SEC is going to have five or less, I, I've seen years where the SEC's only had four or five teams in there. Big Ten to have five or less, that feels like a stretch to me, but um, I could definitely see it happening. And I'm going to lean on you for that one. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't disagree with that at all.
0: Me either. Uh, <clears throat> just so far, just betting on college basketball. This year, it's been so—I'll say—fluky, but unpredictable. I think you're getting a lot, a lot of people who are coming up through the ranks of the G5 conferences that get some really good talent and mm-hmm. could steal some of those spots. So yeah.
1: I don't I think
2: the—I also think the transfer portal in college basketball yep. is creating a ton of parity in college Which basketball. I love
1: it. The last couple, it's awesome.
2: Of, I do too. It's—it's it's awesome to see a lot more balanced competition for sure.
0: When you load a college basketball team with a lot of egos and personality, I don't feel like it ends well. Yeah. When yeah. When everyone wants the ball on the team. either. Yeah. My so
2: hot take this year was almost ego. that. Um, And this is a dumb hot take. My hot take this year for college basketball was almost that Kansas State or Kansas State. Kansas wouldn't be in the top 25 at the end of the season. Um, and by the end of the season, I mean regular season. Because I think that team is full of egos. They got I'm Hunter Dickinson from 15. Michigan, who's the biggest ego that I've seen in college basketball in recent years. Um, they haven't looked super great recently. They almost lost to Eastern Illinois last night. Um, I, that's a team that I could see struggle down the road.
0: You want know, to you know the biggest ego in college basketball that ever exists is Drew Timmy.
2: <laughs> is he still playing at Gonzaga?
0: No, I think he's in. Oh, I was yeah. gonna say, Bro's been there somewhere. for 10
2: years, if so. but okay.
0: All right, my third one. Here you go. I don't know if this is much of a hot take, but it's something that I kind of stumbled across and thought about. Dion Sanders will never cut it as a power five head coach.
1: That's fact. hundred percent. I mean, if I'm seeing reports that his son is considering transferring to a, a bigger power five school, should Sanders a fracture on his back mm. and Dion and, and continued to trot him out there. So what kind of father is that? <clears throat> they just
0: lost two QB commits in the, and back-to-back
1: days.
2: And they lost, they lost an the- offensive line commit to O uh, O-line Mizzou. Mizzou.
1: Yeah, so, so,
0: so people are kind of seeing through the smoke screen that he's thrown up. Uh, I think he is a bad head coach, maybe more of just like a football guy, sure. But as far as a leader, I don't think he's that guy.
1: I think he is
2: a really, not that guy, really pal. smart not that guy. football mind, but I don't think he can translate it into his players. There's The, the thing is with coaching is there's such a big developmental piece especially in college, of trying to mm-hmm. grow players that I don't think he has. I don't think he has here's, the ability to develop those players into who they can be.
1: First of all, when you're gonna come into your first meeting and say, I hey, I I got baggage coming with me and it's late. Right, yeah. So if you're not you gonna might, you guys get, might I mean, want
2: to you guys go. might want to jump in the portal. Like
1: that's fuck out of here, shit. dude. Like that's like, that's not the kind of culture you want to create. Like so here's my here's my and I this is totally fact on Travis's point. I, I think this is hundred percent facts. How many professional Hall of Fame caliber players that were in the NFL are head coaches in college or the NFL right now, right? Mike Vrabel, motherfuckers like Mike Maybe. Daniel
2: trotting out there, who are <laughs> better football minds than some of the greatest players. It's
1: just, it's just, and again to Travis's point, he's a defensive guy. These defensive minded guys don't pan out as head coaches. Sure, he could be a D back, a, a defensive backs coach somewhere. But I don't think it, I think his ego is too big to handle that. A defensive coordinator, even ego is too big for that. I think his ego is going to get in the way of that a ton. Um, yeah, I, I I see him lasting maybe another season or two at Colorado, and, and and he's going People to be. People talking about
0: him going to like a like a big, you know, I mean, I, he's in Power Five, but like SEC, Big Ten school. I'm like, dude, you will get eaten alive and spit out so fast. <laughs>
2: Can we also yeah. real fast talk about the people that were spreading rumors that Eli Drinkwitz was going to jump ship to Arkansas? That ha, I, don't, I don't give a fuck that he's from that state. He doesn't want to go there. That dude doesn't want to go anywhere. The dude loves
0: Missouri,
1: and it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is beginning stages. I hate to say it of the next Gary Pinkle, but i because he's got the Early, exact but same, yes. the exact same career trajectory as him, Gary Pinkle had some decent years in his first few years and then turned the corner in year four. Um, So I still like, I still hesitate. Yeah. yeah,
2: I I was just going to say really fast. I, I, I still hesitate on his, like some of his decision-making, but the way he handles his players is just phenomenal. It's phenomenal.
0: He's a very much a coach where it's like, he's the, he similar in what Deion Sanders is like, Oh, I want to play for that coach, except for the fact that I would, I would, if I were a player, I would put my fucking being through a fucking for wall for his family. Yep. And like, <laughs> yep. That, and that's just how it is. Like emotionally, I'd be on a more emotional level playing for drink. What's than I would be for Deion Sanders.
1: I mean, I I hate to parallel to the two Ryan brothers teams, but same thing with Mike McDaniel. Like he, he relates to players so well, just like Mike McDaniel does. Like he doesn't try to be this big ego and say, hey, I'm better than you. I'm holier than thou, but I'm going to, Hey, let's, let's talk about it. Let's, let's relate. So, um, my last hot take, it might be a super big hot take considering the news that dropped today. But I've thought about this for a while now. Aaron Rodgers will not play another full season in the NFL.
2: If he plays again this year, no.
0: Yes. Yeah. That would be the biggest mistake that that man could ever make is coming back this year. I don't know I why. Like- the I saw something the day where it was like, he could come back for I think three games if they activate him at the very end of the 21 days, uh, like mark that came out today. So st- it would be so stupid. What are you playing for?
2: Yep.
1: Uh, I uh, mean, it, everyone's like, oh, he's he's guaranteed two years there. He told the team he's gonna be there for two years. It's a good building and window for next year. I think he's trying to prove a point because he's like, and I don't want to try to get political on this podcast at all, but I think he's so like anti-vax, like anti-everything. He, I think he wants to prove a point. Like, hey, I tore my Achilles. I didn't get the COVID vaccine. I don't do this to my body. Like I've done all this, you know, regenerative medicine. I can come do this. And like to Travis's point, if you're moving around at, and your point too, Ethan, if you're moving around at 70% in practice right now, you're not going to be 100% in 21 days from tearing your Achilles. I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: So no, this- the,
1: like, Go ahead. Yeah. I was just saying
2: this, this may not make a ton of sense. Um, but something that I was listening to today, um, on a podcast and, um, just kind of with the way that the Jets season is going is I think a lot of people are saying that because he's been consistently talking about coming back, that he's just kind of saying like it's still going to happen because he wants to keep like Jets fans' hopes up for like something to look forward to in the future and that he may not actually take a step on the field unless it's to like, take a, a celebratory like handoff at the end of the season week 18. Um, But that he's really just, it's mostly like a morale thing for his teammates and and the fans. We'll see it if it actually happens or not. Um If he actually steps on the field though. Yeah. I, I, I can't see him playing another full season in the NFL because that offensive line is so bad that if he gets tackled once you're, he might tear his other Achilles. <laughs> yeah. That's what le- was kind of leading me into
0: what I was going to say is that People are, people are like Barstool tweeted today, like how incredible it was that he was like participating in like kind of like a little run through practice without pads, where he was taking a snap, dropping back. I'm like, don't get me wrong, that is very impressive that he is in, that he has progressed that far in such a short period of time with torn Achilles. But that is so much different than a live action game. Like, yeah, so much different. Yep. You tweak that thing the wrong way, it's torn again in a second.
1: Uh, yeah. Even even, here's my thing. Even if he doesn't take a snap this year, I think at his age, tearing an Achilles is a tough injury to come back from at 38 years old. So I I, I even think next year, like even if it's just like a rolled ankle, I I just don't foresee him playing another full season in the NFL. I think his career path is media and we've seen on, on the Pat McAfee show. And when he's on there every Tuesday, I think he, he didn't used to enjoy it. Now I see him actually enjoying it when he goes on there. I can definitely see him in the broadcast booth. And I think that's kind of what he sees. You know, I'm going to go to New York, get my name out there even more than what it already is, get in the New York media, make some good pals that way. And then once this thing's over, I'm going to scoot my way into a, into a broadcast booth. Yep.
2: Um, and then just the last thing that I was going to say too, um, is one thing that he is not is a general manager because, and I hope that he never tries to do that because I just, just take a look really fast. At the things that have happened with that Jets team this year, Alan Lazard healthy scratch last week. Yep. because of how bad he's been this year. Randall Cobb barely seen the field. Adrian Amos, I don't know how much action he's seen this year on the defensive side of the ball. Tim Boyle, god awful backup quarterback. He's played the last <laughs> week. We we've seen how that turns out. He brought all those guys over with him, and and that was kind
1: of basically his like demand. Dalvin of, Cook, hey, Dalvin I'm Cook was like the over. was like the big. Was a yeah. big signing for them because of him. So,
2: so just just a tough look if you're Rodgers and you want to eventually maybe stray into that market of your career. But yeah, yeah.
0: All right. So, well, there's a, there was hot take central factor cap.
2: I have Move one in. more thing. Really fast, okay. really fast. I told you I had one that I I wanted to give a hot take, but it was a really like biased Homer talking point. Um, it's about the St. Louis Cardinals. Um. I want to just hear your guys' thoughts on this. You might have seen the news today. I think my hot take for this offseason that may happen in the next week or two, the Cardinals are going to trade for Tyler Glass now and Randy O'Rozan Arena in a blockbuster trade package that sends, like, three major league pros or major league players and, like, two prospects back to the Rays.
0: Um, I would love, love to see it. Don't care who it is. I, you know my take on Glass now. I think he is a must-get for this Cardinals team. But I don't think that John Moseley like has the it's nuts, nuts yeah. to do that.
2: That's yeah. fair. But a Rosarena, the reason that I was like, oh, my God, now it's just It just so hurts because we,
1: hey, we gave him away. I mean, we gave him Well, away I know, enough, but so. they
2: made him available for trade today. They basically said, like, hey, we're actively shopping Randy or Rosarena. He has four years of control left. His salary right now is only around six million a year. Um, he's arbitrage eligible. He doesn't technically have a salary. Um, and then Glass now is somebody that we've already been trying to shop. Why not throw them like Tyler O'Neal, Stephen Matz, Gordon Graceffo, um Brendan Donovan, and I'm sorry, one of them's going to have to be,
1: else. you know who? Well,
2: no. I that, gonna- well, I can tell you right now, they're not trading Jordan Walker or Lars Newbar. It might be. Gorman. No,
1: it's it's gonna have to be Arenado or Goldschmidt, one of those two.
2: No, they they won't want either of them because both of them are aging and on one of the last years. Well, Goldschmidt's on one of the last or the last year. Give him a Goldie. But he is on the last year of his contract. If they want a Goldie, as much as I hate to see him go, give it, give him to him. Like he's literally got one year left in St. Louis. We can put Jordan Walker at first base. I don't hate that at all. So. If if they're gonna no, trade I, for those two guys, fucking oh give God. them the give them the house.
0: <laughs> I would. That would be a, the most successful offseason ever if they were to trade for those two. Even just trading for Glass now, I think a full that, season that starting his, rotation
1: would be insane. Full
0: season under Tyler Glass now is Cy Young. Yeah, the dude. Well, imagine, now, imagine, imagine
1: Glass now, Lynn, Gibson, Sonny Gray. Gray sony gray and then and then if nicholas is your year. five nicholas is your five come on i mean that's that's insane to me
2: i just saw when they made him available it, it, it makes a lot of sense i know it probably won't happen but a, a hot take in me said that like we did already have a Rainer on our system we've got the prospects to send them over make it happen
1: but like either it. way, all right all right all we'll right. see
0: We've got with all that being said, we still do have NFL this weekend, folks. So we are going to dive into our NFL picks. All right. So our NFL picks, which obviously is kind of taking the back seat this week, especially on this. They shouldn't because they
1: smashed.
0: They smashed last week, yes. We were up 5.8 units last week. Up on the year, right? We hammered. Now we're down on the year. Uh but we were at five point eight last week. We're down the year. We have the the obvious potential to get into the positives. Gambling picks been hit or miss. I only have three picks this week. I think the slate is kind of gross. Yeah, I, I really don't love it. I, thought uh, too, picks, yeah. I
1: have four. I have three with like a like a question mark. If that makes sense. Nice. All right, we'll
0: we'll give your first then, and we'll rotate. and You'll have the end one with your question mark. All right, I'll go in
1: chronological order. Thursday night football, Dallas plays Seattle. I like Dallas minus six first half. Dallas is 9-2 against the spread first half this year. Seattle's 3-7-1 against the spread in the first half this year. And they've also been ass since about mid-October. Um, they have a problem in that locker room. They That one week where they had Drew Locke come in for some snaps, and then they brought back Geno Smith. Like I just think that team's a mess. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Dallas is playing some really really good ball right now. Um, I believe this is at home for them, correct? Or is it? Or is it in Seattle? No, I think it's, it it's in Dallas. Right. Yeah, yeah. So even better, Dallas minus six minus six first half.
2: I like that too because they also don't have Kenneth Walker.
1: Um, yeah, like I, he'll be game time decision.
2: Well, if he plays, <laughs> you have to let matter. me know so I can throw him in my fantasy lineup. <laughs> I know,
0: same. Um, <clears throat> I don't hate it. The only thing I don't like about that is a big, that's kind of a big first half number.
1: Mm-hmm. It I is it last week. But,
0: but yeah,
2: it, all it takes us them being up by a touchdown. Now granted, we've seen Thursday night football games. There may not be a touchdown scored, um, but I, I don't hate
1: it at all. Yeah. Sure.
0: No. All right. Uh, my, my first one I'm going to go into is a Sunday early slate. It is Colts at Titans. I have the Colts money line here. They're a one-point favorite money line. Same thing. Uh, they're playing in Tennessee. At this rate, the Colts are playing for a lot more. They playing. They've been playing a lot better. I don't care that Jonathan Taylor's hurt. I think Zach Boss is kind of like a one A one B type situation. Uh, while the Titans have looked, you know, like kind of like a stand tall team on defense, their offense is very lacking. Uh, I think the Colts edge this one out. Especially given they're playing for a playoff spot at six and five, so I like it's the Colts money
1: like, line, they're actually in the playoffs right now. Like it's playoffs where start I today the Colts the Colts would be in it, which is wild to even say out loud. <laughs> um, I don't hate this pick at all. I think the Titans are a bad team. I think then moving away from Brian Tano to Will Levis this year was a bad move because they sell a lot of pieces on that team that could be good. Uh, but yeah, so I don't I don't I don't hate that, hate hate that pick at all.
2: I don't know how I missed this pick because I actually like yeah, this me pick either. a lot. Um, like I I would have taken Colts money line if I had I like looked at him and like absolutely I don't know if I just looked over the game or whatever, but and you're right about Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is a great football player, don't get me wrong. But Zach Moss has looked phenomenal this year in his absence. Um, I don't think this makes him skip a beat at all.
1: Perfect. All
2: right. I'll jump into my first pick that you guys probably won't like. Um <laughs> because it is Chargers at Patriots. Um The Patriots have no identity. Um, They don't really know who's at quarterback every week. They don't really have anybody in the receiving core. Their defense has been lackluster. Um, It's a five and a half point spread. I know we just talked about the Chargers and Justin Herbert's inability to win late in the stretch. I don't think it even gets to that point because I think they dominate from the get-go because of how bad this Pats team is. I like the Chargers minus five and a half. I'm really not going to go much into depth with this. Pats are bad.
0: <clears throat> the more the more I think about it, I like it, but it's like every every week we've gone the <laughs> chargers can't lose this game, right? Chargers can't lose this game, right? I and mean, they fucking lose. Yeah. But with that being said, I mean they're the fucking Patriots are switching quarterbacks like tampons.
2: Literally. I it's mean one in, hey, one we're
0: gonna throw you to hey yep. next two drives later, Mike Jones. You're Three of your last eleven. We're throwing in Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi, you just threw a game-ending pick. We're going to start Mac Jones next week. Um,
1: well, to, and, and, today practice, and today at practice, and today practice, Mac Jones sat back and watched Malik Cunningham and <laughs> Bailey Zappi take reps, and he didn't take any. Okay. So, yeah, Bill, Bill, it's Bill a, Belichick's it's a gotta, bad look. It's, it's,
0: first of all, okay, the Chargers don't cover five and a half. I'm assuming it's a very close game that they might end up losing. I know five minus five and a half and losing is a huge discrepancy. The Chargers lose this game. Brand, fire insane. everybody. It's got to be fired. Fire
1: everybody. Yeah, and I is this game in in Foxborough? It is. Uh-huh. Doesn't
2: matter to me at this point.
1: Yeah, I hear you because they've been so bad. I do think. I do think. I mean, you gotta think. Uh, New England played Miami semi tough in Foxborough whenever they played. Um, we won by I think a that was a two different touchdowns. New England team though. Yeah, that's true.
2: They look horrible
1: lately. Yeah. I mean, this is almost like a must win. And I know like to Travis Quint, like winning isn't necessarily five and a half points, but they should.
0: It's a must so, win uh, convincingly
1: <laughs> for yeah, everyone. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what you got. All right. I got a game on Sunday as well. It <laughs> I is hope so. Well, there's also Monday and Sunday night, but Sunday during the day, um, it is Lions first half minus four against New Orleans. Their spreads minus uh, four. Oh, sorry, it is it is sorry, it is minus four. Sorry, Lions minus four straight up. Um, <laughs> sorry, my bad. I was I was reading differently. Lions minus four against the Saints on Sunday. A uh, big bounce back spot, I think, for the Lions. They had a very disappointing game last week. Um, and they fumbled it at home on Turkey Day. New Orleans is horrible. Oh, they fumbled it all right. <laughs> fumbled
0: is, more than I fucking fumbled.
1: Yeah, I know. New Orleans is two eight and one against the spread this year, and they have not looked very good as of late. Uh, Derek Carr throwing a pick six when he's getting ready for to a touchdown against the fucking Falcons is bizarre to me. Um, I just think this is a huge bounce back spot for the Lions. It definitely
2: all is. Right. I mean. It it's it hurts me so much because like I never hated Derek Carr like I I always wanted to root for the guy I thought he was I thought he was like kind of on the you'll be good eventually train and then I was like oh the move to the Saints that's that's a great move they've got good receivers they've got a good defense it'll be a good balance for him to be on the field um kind of sustain drives and he's just not looked good this he's looked worse in this in New yeah. Orleans than he has in Vegas slash Oakland.
0: They have got to get the ball in the hands of Taysom Hillmore. Uh, The dude had two catches for 55 yards last week. I think like seven carries for 30-some-odd yards. When he is in the game, it opens up the playbook a lot more rather than just their standard Derek Carr throws the ball downfield to the guy selling hot dogs in the eighth row. (laughs) So,
1: (laughs) I mean, it it is –
2: is Taysom what? Hill the greatest offensive player of all time?
1: No.
0: God, no. <laughs> uh, but I don't hate that. All right. My next pick is the game at noon, and it is our game. It is the Dolphins at Commanders. Uh, sorry, Dolphins are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. I like the under of 49-and-a-half in this game. The Dolphins defense has been very locked down. But not only that, on top of that, the dog like they have not really been putting up the points that they could be like as yes, they pull away from the Jets late, fourteen against the Chiefs, twenty against the Raiders. They're just like Mike McDaniel gets a gets a lead where he's comfortable with where it's like okay, I, I know we're not going to blow this. He doesn't really play not to lose, but he doesn't play super aggressive, and that's not the type of style that he plays. Forty nine and a half is a lot for this game, uh, so that's why i like the under i think the dolphins cruise and they could cover but i think it could we could see like a 30 to 10 game i mean i
1: that i don't yeah that's not crazy to think about the dolphins defense has been insane no one's gaining any yards on them through the air um at all and the run de- yeah and the run defense has been phenomenal i mean it, uh, it's just a, a situation where yeah i think we're going to see a lot more dolphins unders hitting so
2: what happens if the Dolphins score 70 again. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> we were talking about hot takes, so I'm just I'm full of them tonight. Um, no, I actually like that pick a lot too because I think that even if the Dolphins do put up a high number, like 35, 38 points, that there's a really good chance that the commanders score less than 10. Um, and that hits the under in itself. So yeah. Um you gotta think Sam about How is a stat padding quarterback.
1: Yeah. That's what he's been this and, year. And the last Against the Chiefs and against the Jets, we allowed uh, an offensive turnover for a touchdown. So really, in the last three weeks, the defense has allowed um, 27 points in three Speaking weeks. of so. that
2: touchdown last week, that got me hard. That was that was oh, hot. That oh, did you 100 yards? Oh, my God. That was yeah. insane. Yeah.
0: This, the secondary has been playing out of their minds lately, and people can flame Xavier Howard. For being washed and old, but the dude still got it. Jalen Ramsey's shown that he's got it, he's hungry. Uh, I think it's gonna to be tough sledding for Sam Howell to get the ball moving this week.
2: Yeah. Now, I, I question for a non-Dolphins fan: who are you throwing in there to replace uh Jalen Phillips? Andrew. Just we, just si- we just signed,
0: we just signed Jason Pierre Paul.
1: Yep.
2: Mm,
0: JPP, but I think, field, I think two I think
1: JPP's magic. Yeah, he's gonna be a rotational guy. But Travis knows we saw Van Ginkle dominate early season when Jalen Phillips is out. Ginkle's a stuff. Does he's suck for there. him.
0: If it anyone does. saw the hard knocks, the hard knocks clip. I mean yeah. he Jalen Phillips was crying, not because he tore his ACL, just because the dudes it's worked nice. so hard. He's had such yeah. a fun fo- or yeah, he's he's worked so hard and he was having such a good year. It, it, I mean the piece does hurt, but it's not unfillable. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah Cole I, I was that
2: alluding to that. I was genuinely just curious. I didn't know oh, what no. your guys' depth was
1: They saw like, um, Van Geekle, they have Ogba, and now they got JPP. So, yeah. And Chubb nice. on the other end. Yeah. And Chubb's oh, having Bradley. a fucking – he's having an amazing year too. Yeah.
2: Nice. Um, I have my second of three picks. Um, This is another – I believe it's an early slate Sunday game I'm – apologize I did not write it down, Um, but it is the Falcons at the Jets. Um, We have another Tim Boyle masterclass coming up for us this upcoming weekend. Um, I really like the Falcons minus two and a half here. Um, Desmond Ritter was back at the helm, and to be fair, he did look decent last week. Um, I think that the Jets, with all of their offensive struggles, their defenses looked okay, um, but I think in recent weeks, because they're on the field so much, and if they continue to be on the field so much, Doesn't even matter in general, too, because if Tim Boyle turns the ball over in plus territory for the Falcons a couple to three times this game, I think the Falcons really don't have um, any issues handling this team.
1: I had this one on my radar, I didn't put it out there because it's in MetLife, but I mean, so we can just
2: expect a a torn Achilles at some point, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Of these
0: two teams, it's really sad as you see when they're like on their matchup. Zach Wilson is the passing leader in this matchup.
2: Yeah, there sure is.
0: <laughs> I mean, these these two teams are rough. Yeah, so they are. But the, I, the Jets are more rough.
2: Yeah, I, I had such a tough time picking the slate this week, but this one stood it's, out to me just because of yeah. how bad the Jets have been.
0: All right. We're gonna have nine picks probably, Jarrett.
1: <laughs> uh, is it your turn, Ethan? James. No,
0: I just went. Dolphins no, I just Ethan. went.
1: I went before Ethan. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, my like last official pick, and then I have a question mark offer out there that I see what everyone thinks about it. Uh, it's a it's the Monday Night game, Jags and Bengals. I like Jags minus four first half. Jags are nine and two against the spread first half. Bengals are five and six, and they are just not the same team with Jake Browning at quarterback. We can be real, real honest about that. The Jags are fighting for a lot more than what the Bengals are. They're really clawing for, for that one seed overall in the AFC. Um, and again, they are just a team that I think is playing better football than a lot of other teams right now. And yeah, it's just a it's a game where I can't envision them being tied or even losing at halftime. And I think that might yeah, for- just agree. Calling for the one seat, they're calling for the division still. If you want to yeah. get real technical with it's it at the time Texans. They, but they are they are on the one seat conversation, along with Miami right. and Baltimore and Kansas City.
0: <clears throat> yeah, Jake Browning looked absolutely god-awful last weekend. Um, and I can't see him looking too much better against the Jags. They're just able to move the ball so much, so much easier. So yeah, I don't I like that. I like that pick a lot too. My last pick is a pick that everyone's been writing off. Even Ethan's been writing off and it's the chiefs minus six against the Packers. Um, Chiefs came out slow last week and looked rough. I I know we say this and it's like, there's not a whole lot of stats to back it up, but it's like they're finding their stride. The chiefs are, they're going to, they're picking it up. They picked it up last week in the second half against the Raiders and to compete against, it's it's one of those weeks where it's like, okay, Jordan Loving, it's a good team. Is he going to show out or is he going to shit the bed? I think we're leaning more on the shit-to-bed style. And Ethan's already, as a fan, leaned to the side of like, hey, we're dropping this game. So, T's minus six is my pick.
2: Yeah, so again, I said that after this week, the Packers are going to run the table. Exactly. Um, this, this is one that scared me and for obvious reasons, right? Like the Packers are, I, I think the Packers are better than we thought they were. I don't think that they are like some outstanding, you know, compete with the top of the top type of team. Now I will say that the the caveat to this is that Jordan Love does have a start against the Chiefs in his career already yep. and he almost 36. won that game. Um now granted again, a couple years ago doesn't really matter in hindsight. I also do like the Chiefs minus 6 in this game because they need a bounce back um their offense had some struggles with drops they just had they were inconsistent um they got the job done but i think this is the game that they come out they take care of business and then afterwards the packers reflect they get back on track and then they run the table afterwards so i don't hate this pick at all all
0: right let's get your last pick
2: my last pick Is the Steelers at the Cardinals in the shit bowl of the week? We had that last week with the Bears and the Vikings. This is your other shit bowl of the week. It is the Steelers at the Cardinals. Um, I'm not taking a side in this one. I really like the under 41 and a half. Um, The Cardinals don't score a lot of the points, or a lot of points. The Steelers don't score a lot of points, and the Steelers also don't give up a lot of points. 41 and a half, as low as it is, still seems high to me. Um, I I just think that this is a very low scoring game. I think that this could be easily a 21 to Twenty a twenty-one to ten type of game. So, give me the under. I don't have a lot of so, analysis to so back it picks. up. I'm just fucking throwing it out there.
0: So many picks. Yeah. All right, Jarrett.
1: Our last one was sure. Eagles. Was was Eagles money line? They're dogs at home. The dog. dogs we at home. I like guess
2: have a single pick
1: identical to each other.
2: Not even a single game. None of us picked the same game this weekend.
1: There are we have
0: nine different games.
2: Insane. Nine I don't hate games. Eagles money line at home though, as dogs.
1: Yeah.
0: Ethan was talking about the Eagles winning this week. I don't even know where to start. Um, you could probably just turn the episode off now because it's going to be a shit show from now <laughs> to the end. Uh, we gave you fucking
2: literally. The whole the whole weekend. Yeah. Minus three teams or three games. Sorry.
0: Oh boy. All right. I'll start with Jarrett's first pick, which was Cowboys minus six and a half first half.
1: It's minus six. It was minus six, not six and a half. Minus but
0: okay. If they if they somehow are only up six at the end of the first half, spare me. Um on that even number. They're either not covering six or they're covering six and a half. Um, so wait.
2: I have I have a really dumb idea and you can dismiss it. We have nine picks this week. What if we put a unit on every pick and that it a unit moneyline parlay for the last one?
0: The only problem is that NFL we're doing <laughs> decent in. So we probably need to trim some of these down because in oh, no, reality, I agree. if we throw out nine picks, there's a good chance that we're
1: I, gonna just kind of end up breaking either. So yeah, two of mine that I like a lot are Jags minus four first half and Lions minus four. It's the same. So they're like my two favorite of my four that I gave.
2: If that I actually, I'll give you my my favorite two because the other ones are super hit or miss. I just really like Chargers minus five and a half against the Pats. The other okay. two, the Falcons and then the under hit or miss.
1: What was the under in again? In again?
2: 41 and a half in the Steelers uh, Cardinals game.
1: I was eyeballing that one too. Okay so <clears throat> we're gonna throw out cowboys
0: Fair. Uh-huh. uh-huh i'll still bet it but yeah and i'll get and I, yeah i know i mean but we got we gotta trim this shit down where we can <clears throat> my two favorites are the colts and the dolphins commanders under
2: i like the colts a lot i talked about how i didn't even realize yeah. i didn't see them on the card yeah, so. same i think we got to right. throw two units on that at least
0: yeah so we're gonna the ones we're gonna toss out <clears throat> The Cowboys, the Falcons, and
1: the, and the under. Yep, throw out the Cheese yeah. for sure. So
0: we're taking two from each of us. We're taking Colts and the Dolphins' commanders under for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take the Jags and the Lions. First half. For J- the Jags' first half and the – what was your other one?
1: Lions. Lions, Lions minus four. Lions.
0: And then we're going to take Ethan's Chargers and his under. So there's six there. And then if if we have a unit left over, we'll throw it on the Eagles. Colts money line, do we like it for two?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Once going twice, we like it for two. Chargers minus five and a half. In between one and two?
1: Yeah, one and a half.
0: One and a half. Lions minus four?
1: One and a half.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say I almost like it for two, but one and a half is fine with me too. Dolphiners like under one and a half. Okay, About two. I was yeah, gonna say two, as say, well. say, two say two. I was gonna say two. I think i like it. So
0: yeah. Jags first half, I think two.
2: Yep. Okay. This is at eight, right?
0: That's at nine.
2: Okay. We have one pick left, and right? And
0: then and then the and then the pit Arizona under for one or a unit on on it. toss out Here we go. toss out Boom. Cool. Yep. There we go. So we ended up with six picks overall. Mm-hmm. Colts for two, Chargers for one and a half, Lions for one and a half, Dolphins, Commanders under for two, Jags first half for two, Pitt, Arizona under for one. And there we go. Simple as that. Quick and speedy. We've got four picks for college, uh, six picks for NFL. I'll give you our hot takes. We ran down all the college football playoff scenarios. and We will cover um, thoughts of the conference championship week bowl games, who got snubbed of what, who got snubbed of college football playoff, everything next week. And we'll start our bowl season uh, thoughts next week.
2: Yep. Um, Real fast. Just wanted to touch on this super briefly. Frank Reich was fired this past week. Um, That is the third coach for the Panthers that has been fired mid season in the last four years. Um, shit run franchise don't really know where they're going to go from there they don't have a first round pick they are the worst team in the NFL just wanted to touch base with that not really sure what they're doing next
0: yeah for a guy who was calling plays gave up plays was calling plays again still couldn't figure it out it's probably the right move but I don't know where you go they're just
1: in shambles it was the wrong hire from, from the get go Yep, he, he that's what I was going to go with for, as well for a reason. So, I mean, it, was a, it was a bad hire. They they made the wrong pick, of quarterback. Clearly, uh, you know, taking Bryce Young over CJ Stroud. So,
0: yeah, they they got to get a, a new, modern age offensive mind in there to try to run that offense. Because you guys also guys,
2: what's crazy is the third year in a row that a coach has been fired midseason in their first year as a head coach. This year is Frank Reich. Last year, it was Nathaniel Hackett, and the year before, it was Urban Meyer. I don't think we've ever seen that before.
1: All of them made sense to me. Frank 100%. Reich makes the least 100%. sense out of those three. 100%. Frank Reich makes the least sense out of those three. Yep. To hire or to fire? To fire. Frank Reich to makes fire. the least sense out of fire out of, out of those three. Frank Reich's look at his roster. It's fucking shit. you got Chuba Hubbard playing quarterback, Miles Sanders of, of running Frank back. quarterback. Atlanta, <laughs> running back. Chuba Hubbard <laughs> playing running back. You got a rookie quarterback. You got your best receivers, Adam fucking Thielen. I mean, that's just a terrible roster.
0: Yeah, Bryce Young just hasn't panned out, and I don't think he will, unfortunately. It's just one of those situations where you get a good rook- a good quarterback from college coming in his rookie year. It's tough to throw these guys straight into the fire on shit teams. We see it all yeah. the time.
2: Yep. Yep. It gets
0: their career ruined. Um, but that's that. We got a whole new slate coming next week. Good luck gambling. Uh, Hopefully, we have a crazy college football weekend. Peace. Peace.